You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. Killing young men. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to round two of the special Star Wars Smackdown tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. And like I said, round two of the Star Wars Smackdown tournament. I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello. Or should I say, Sean, Sean Sith. Oh, we're going back to this again, huh? A Sith Lord. (laughs) Also with us today is the magic man himself, Mr. Michael Dowling. Greetings. Greetings and salutations, sir. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Remember that video? It's like this really creepy video I found on Reddit of some like robot singing, I am fantastic. You know what I'm talking about? There's all kinds of rumors about that video saying it's like it's like a failed AI and that it lives out in the woods by itself. I know what you're yeah. talking about. It's a fucking weird... I'll show you guys when we're done. It probably has to do something with Star Wars. I have no idea. And that other voice you hear, ladies and gentlemen, is returning great best best friend in the whole world, Mr. Steve Coltis. Jason, I thought you were going to say retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I, was about to be like, I was about to be like, Jason, dude, why do I come on this show? <laughs> nah. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah, here's Dan, too. Where do you think you're going? Who you calling, Pinhead? All right. Anyway, Sean, we have other stuff to talk about before we get into the tournament. So please take it away. Yes, we will get to the tournament in a few minutes. But first, let's talk about some of the announcements that came out of Comic-Con from this past weekend. Um, let's start with uh, the DC panel, as everyone uh, was was uh, anticipating. Uh, there was a big rumor going around uh, over the weekend that maybe they would be not including Ben Affleck anymore uh, into the DCEU. Uh, but he did say that he is still on playing Batman for now <laughs> until cool. something changes. Um, and he was there with, with all the rest of the Justice League people. They had a new trailer for the Justice League movie. Looked eh. Still, I mean, it looks good. I, 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 it gets me pumped for the movie, but it's still just so dark. Like all they're doing is just fighting in like dark corridors in that night. <laughs> well, no, me and, and, and Sean were talking about how like you can kind of pick out what was reshot. Like certain things, you can tell like what's Snyder, a what's a Joss Whedon what shot and like which Whedon. one's a Zack Snyder shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, the scene where Wonder Woman is diving after her sword, and Flash is like kind of using his finger to prop it up. Excuse I saw me? some guy on. Yeah, I saw some guy online compare that image to that uh, that famous shot of like the creation of life, where like God's reaching his hand down and the other dude's reaching his finger up. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Kevin, if that is true, that's totally Zack Snyder's finger. Yeah, that's totally Zack Snyder then, because he always has the biblical imagery, like in Man of Steel, where Superman jumps out and he's clearly in a cross, and and Russell Crowe's just like, you could save them, and then he then he said Jesus, but that was cut out. 
Um, we also were told that we're, we're getting a Flashpoint movie. Yay! Great. Yeah. As the first I mean, a good Flash anime. movie. <laughs> yeah. That's not the thing. Is like, instead of doing a Flash movie, they're doing an event movie because they can't fucking get a Flash movie to happen. Well, look at the first time they brought in uh, both Wonder Woman and Batman. It was an event movie. Mm. Not really surprised. True. Uh they confirmed Wonder Woman two. No surprise there. Um, Twenty nineteen. They didn't confirm that it's a Cold War movie yet, though, did they? No, but uh, that's just speculation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that'll happen. Because remember, she says in Batman Superman, she's like, "I've been away from man for a hundred years." It's like, if she was there in the eighties, then she's a fucking liar. It'll probably be present day, like Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, and they confirmed that the next movie to be shooting is the Shazam movie. Um, however, Without they said the that rock. It, it's Without not, the rock. It's not going to feature Black Adam. <laughs> what are his other? Who are his other villains? I have no idea. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Well, I saw it's, be, it's being uh, it's being produced by New Line too, like low budget Warner Brothers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Shazam! Surprising. Like, they're they're just mad they can't call it Captain Marvel. Mm. <laughs> um, we also had the Marvel panel. Uh, they oh, showed off the they showed off the same uh, Infinity War footage that they had at D twenty three, which if you saw any of the leaked footage looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I watched the leaked trailer. I am pumped beyond belief. Yeah. Um, they also announced that Captain Marvel is going to be set in the nineteen nineties. Which, Woo! Uh, yeah, that's a time time period we haven't been to in the MCU. And the villains are scrolls, which is something that I never thought I would see happen in the MCU. We were yeah. briefly in the 90s in the MCU. Uh, wasn't the beginning of uh, fucking Ant-Man? Iron Man 3. No, no I thought Man that was in the 80s. It? Oh, it was late. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I swear Iron Man 3 started. Yeah, they, that started in like 99. Uh, I think that was. Okay, yeah, you might be right about Ant-Man. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it is interesting you though. Think using Keenan the... and Cal will be in it, and there'll be like Good Burger references. No, Jason, there weren't even yeah. Good Burger references in the nineties. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah. It is interesting that the scrolls are in there because uh, apparently the 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 race is Marvel owned, but certain certain scrolls are uh, owned by Fox. Yeah. Weird. So. You know how, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, there was a problem they couldn't use the Badoon because technically the Fantastic Four rights package had the Badoon, so that's why there's the Karens. It feels so good on your ass. Yeah, it's the Karens in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie instead of the Badoon. And then they also had the Chitari in the first Avengers movie because they couldn't have the scrolls yet then. They wanted the scrolls for Avengers. What the hell changed? So they Fine. must... Well, they made it some kind of weird deal with with Fox, where they because technically the the scrolls really did come with the Fantastic Four package, but they finagled a little way to make it so like yeah. well, so Super did Scroll, yeah, Super Scroll and like Queen Lila of the scrolls are definitely Fantastic Four characters, uh, but as long as they don't name them now, then yeah, they can it, just have generic Scroll Captain. Like if mm. if memory serves, the reasoning behind it was um uh they got it for allowing fox to uh develop legion or something like that well that's weird. I, 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 yeah 
conflict. I think because uh, X X Men's uh, TV rights, I think, belong to Marvel instead of Fox. Oh Jesus, it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah, they got right? they got ego for swapping uh, Negasonic Teenage Warheads powers, which that <laughs> one really is weird. Like, okay, Fox just got to change your powers, and you got a whole character. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't um, Fox just get Fantastic? I mean, not Fox. Marvel just get Fantastic Four because they don't fucking want to spend the money and look like they need them. Honestly, that's I think it's because Fox wants to hold on to Doctor Doom. I think that's what it is. Because I don't think they really mm-hmm. care about any of the characters other than, you know, maybe uh, the Human Torch and, and the thing. Like, I don't think they really no, care it, about it, them. It's not It's not even the Fantastic Four. It's Galactus, Silver Surfer, and Doctor Doom. Okay. Well, yeah, they, okay. All the other characters that are in the Fantastic Four universe that the aren't the Fantastic ones. Four. Because you have no... Yeah. You have no idea how like easily they could use any of those three characters as like big event connecting characters and not need the Fantastic Four at all for the MCU because Doom is one of the best villains mm. and they fucked them up three times now. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. Um, Which probably means the next big Marvel MCU villain after Thanos will my my money is on like the Secret Invasion. It'll turn out that like freaking. Happy Hogan's been a scroll this whole time. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they have scrolls and they're allowed to use them again, that'd be awesome. That's like somehow they brought the scrolls back since Captain Marvel movies in the past. And I was also speculating with Sean, like, since she's a younger actress and everyone's like, oh, she might be too young to play Carol Danvers. Like, and I was like, whatever. Like, I thought Larson's going to be great for that role anyway. I guess they can say that she's a certain age but doesn't look her age because obviously she existed as a superhero like two decades before all these other ones popped up so it's she's either like in space yeah she's just been hanging in space doing shit or there's some sort of like uh infinity stone shenanigans that like people don't remember her or something like that like mm. yeah i can't wait to i can't wait to see it and but i just hope they finally answer the age-old mcu question of where is Red Skull. I don't think you're getting that answer, Jason. I thought he Fuck! was going to ask. I thought he was going to ask how big Batista's dick is. <laughs> it's uh, huge. It's not, we, monster it's not that big. It's not that big, but he has giant balls. He's giant. <laughs> we just got to ask Molina. Anyway, anyway. The WWE oh, reference, yeah. nobody understands. Uh, All right, move on, Sean. We also had a new Thor Ragnarok trailer that they showed. Which I think I've watched that probably 20 times. Really? I fucking love that trail. I loved it. Yeah. It was so I really good. like it a lot, yeah. too. I, I didn't like it. Sean, Sean, Why, Sean? Sean? Like Why it. the hell didn't you like, like it? He doesn't, doesn't like fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> it, look, it looks like there's so much going on that I it just it, oh I'm, my very, God. I'm very uh, cautious. Oh. I, I think Sean has probably never even like looked at or seen Planet Hulk in his entirety because just the cock tease of Planet Hulk that they're giving me is All right, well, what if it like, only takes place on Planet Hulk like, for 15 seconds? Then what? And then you're oh, you're gonna it, cram in it, some it other can't. shit over here. It can't because like they're showing all this stuff that's on Sakar, which is what the aliens from Guardians just saying, one are. So. They already said that the movie's gonna be under two hours, so I don't know. You yeah. have all these characters in there. You have more than one. I think there's three villains at this point. I don't know how you're gonna fit everything in. Sean, I think you just look for things to to make you angry. Like, why don't you look at the positives? Like, you get all these great characters. Hella looks awesome. You're Stimula right, Jason. Like Jeff Goldblum. That's the positive. 
Yeah, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, even though he'll literally probably only be in it for a few minutes in reference to the collector. He'll be in it just as much like as the collector. Well, he's like my brother would probably want to put you behind glass, but I'd rather watch you fight. You know what? I that will probably be a 100% a line, Dan. You are probably <laughs> you are 100% correct. We got to timestamp this right now everybody. July 27th or excuse me, 26th. <laughs> 8:40 Eastern time. Wednesday, Dan was right. Anyway, I I, I honestly think Thor Ragnarok's pro- going to be amazing, and I loved that trailer, especially at the end where where Hulk talked. I was like, I mean, we knew we could talk, but saying like full sentences like that that was that was awesome. Yeah. And then you got what's his, what's his name? Hulk. The big the big flaming demon Surtur, voiced yeah. by Clancy Brown. It's going to be sick. Yeah. What the that fuck is, is with that? Hard. It's going to be Mr. Krabs. Knew that. You always knew that Surtur was going to be in this one. Like they they showed their hand of wanting to use Surtur. But why does he the, the sound like Mr. Krabs? Because so, he's Ernest, freaking. Ernest, he's Ernest a giant Ernest. hell demon. Like yeah, because when I think hell I mean, demon, Clancy I think Mr. Brown Krabs. A, Clancy Brown has a wide range of voice talent. I mean, you, you hear him as Lex Luthor. He was great as Lex Luthor. Better than Jesse Eisenberg. I have a feeling that it's going to be in, in at least. Story-wise, probably going to be similar to the first Thor, where it's going to begin in Asgard, and then a lot of the middle chunk of the movie is going to be Sakaar, and then it's going to end on Asgard, and then maybe Muspelheim, I guess, if that becomes part of it. But yeah, all right. Anyway, uh, rounding out a couple last things here: uh, Ant-Man and the Wasps. They they cast Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet Van Dyne. Uh, Woo! That's, How come not Catherine Zeta-Jones? Now, now they sense. got now they got Batman and Catwoman. Just going down the Tim Burton list. Where's our Danny DeVito? Come on. And they're oh walking. He's got to be go. the leader of the scrolls. We, we need Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito and we need walking. We need Billy D. Williams. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we also have uh, Walton Goggins as Sonny Birch, which. Uh, going like, to try to cut Paul Rudd's penis off. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I'm just envisioning Justin Hammer again, which. Uh, um and uh, Lawrence Fishburne is playing Doctor Bill Foster, aka Goliath. That's Ooh. the guy that dies during Civil War. Oh wait, it happened already. <laughs> the comic book, everybody. <laughs> uh, and really quick, a, a few other things. Doctor Doom solo movie is being developed by Legion and Fargo creator Noah Hawley. That interests me. I like that guy a lot. All also, right. apparently, the Black Panther footage they showed like got a standing ovation. Like, actually stopped. Like, well, we didn't get panel. to see it, so <laughs> I know. Um, also, uh, Universal is looking at Channing Tatum to play Van Helsing in their Dark Universe. Yeah, sure. Like that'll happen. Woo! He's gonna, he's gonna Just as soon as he plays Gambit. <laughs> He's going to strip well, for the I think Fox oh, even oh, said oh. that Gambit's still happening this past weekend. Like, yeah, okay. I, it wasn't like a huge announcement, but they said it was still half. <laughs> like, oh, sure. It's, they're only saying that for their like shareholders to be happy. <laughs> and uh, our last piece of news, Iron Fist has been renewed for a second season at Netflix. But it's uh, not the same showrunner. That's the, that's the information they're leaving out there. It's not Scott Buck. They fired Scott Buck and, and hired somebody else. Thank God. They hired Joe Buck. Yeah. Scott, fuck. <laughs> anyway, so that was the main stuff from, Joe from Comic-Con. Buck, I'm a superhero. <laughs> um, however, uh, there, would, there would be 
we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about a certain movie that came out this past weekend uh, that we all went to go see. Uh, and that movie is Dunkirk. <laughs> Mike, I think you can say the famous line that made me laugh over the weekend. What did I say? <laughs> the wait, the wait is finally done, Kirk. Ah, yes. oh my God! That's the, that that's is, the line that made you laugh. That is immeasurably <laughs> yes. clever. That is yes. immeasurably clever. Well, anyway, so we have seen the Dunkirk. Uh, Dunkirk. Jason, what did you think of the Dunkirk? I thought it was delicious. No, really, I, I I liked it a lot. It was a great movie. By the way, this is not spoiler, everybody. Um. But yeah, I Dunkirk was great. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, so uh-huh. on a, especially at the end where uh, they all got abducted by aliens. No, spoiler. No, I'm kidding. Dunkirk was great. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Did it Ten Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. Okay. With more John Goodman. No, it was a great movie. I, I loved it a lot. Um, not my favorite Nolan movie. I have that spot for uh, Dark Knight. And uh, but yeah, it was a great movie. It was really, really pulse pounding. Uh, it reminded me of uh, Fury Road in that way, like it, how Fury Road was just a, like a nonstop chase scene. This was just a nonstop war scene, but in a specific location. So you kind of sympathize with everyone that was actually there because like the movie didn't let up, and it really didn't let up for them. And at the end of the day, I was like, "Fuck, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I'd probably bury my head in the sand." But uh, okay, it was a little weird. <laughs> the, the the vignettes and like the different kind of like the periods they took in through that time span i don't want to go too much into detail well, you can, I but mean, it all make it, it's well known huh? it's it's you have one uh on you have on the beach you have uh through the through the sea and you have in the air those are the three well to be honest i had no idea about that going really in. you didn't know that and at first i was just like uh okay and then by the end of the movie i'm like hey That's that worked it's really good weird, since i haven't seen the movie and i could tell that that was what they were going for from the trailers. What? Yeah, I thought the marketing campaign you? told you that, but well, whatever. Oh, okay. I'm just a dumbass then. I'm a done ass. But uh, yeah, solid. <laughs> Dumb solid. I liked it a lot. Who wants to go next? I liked it. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> uh, Sweet. Yeah, we we saw it in what 70 millimeter, so it was all nice and big and colorful. Well, I'm not gonna say colorful because uh, it was a very intentionally drab looking movie um <clears throat> but uh it, it was very loud but also not if that makes sense you know because there's a whole not a whole lot of dialogue in it to begin with and it's just uh it's just it just attacks your eyes the movie a lot of uh well, it actually was loud i think maybe that was because of the movie the movie speakers well we no, were, well, I, were going I, overhead I, it wasn't rpx I was, I was, theater so yeah I, I was reading stuff online saying, like, people were just, like, it is ex- an extraordinarily loud movie. <clears throat> like, it wasn't yeah. just a unique experience for us. Mm-hmm. The yeah, and, <laughs> Well, yeah, the whole sound design and also you have the, the Hans Zimmer score throughout most of the movie. You know, that's, and yeah, you're right. There is a lack of dialogue, but what's, maybe that's probably for the best. Uh, not to <clears throat> shit on Nolan at all, but sometimes Christopher Nolan, um, dialogue is not his, his friend. He's not very good at humanizing things. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that's for the better of of the movie. Um, mm. I, I, th- I thought it was it was a great movie. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i so glad to see something, uh, a, a summer movie that doesn't have a shit ton of special effects in it. 
Uh, the, I can only spot two visual effects in, in the entire movie. Um, everything looks so practical and big and, 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 you know, it, it was just, it was really refreshing to see that. Um, I also thought it was an interesting take on, on everything. How, like, for example, you, it's not really a spoiler. You never really see any of the German soldiers throughout the entire movie. You just, you see their, the, the, um, the, uh, fighter, uh, planes and you see the only time you, you do see any German soldiers, they're out of focus. So it, it kind of it, it, it brings you into that mindset of of uh, the people on the beach. And it's, it's a really good um, it's really good. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it really puts you in the situation. Um, yeah. Immersive. Immersive. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely highly recommended. My only uh, complaint is just there, there's one specific time shift in the movie that is kind of annoying. But other than that, um, I, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, you mean the part where they go into the future and there's like flying cars and stuff? And he tries to really bang weird. his mom. I know. Yeah, just like Bicentennial, man. And then uh, anyway. he puts on a VR headset and uh, Deadpool, Harley Quinn, Freddy Krueger, and the that DeLorean all show up. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, you <laughs> saw it. What did you think? No spoilers. Oh, no spoilers. I saw um, I saw it the day before you guys, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hadn't seen a good war movie in a while, and uh, uh, I... I went in there with trying to compare it almost to Saving Private Ryan because that was the only thing I could think of that would be similar scale-wise. But this was a very different movie, and I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I also enjoyed Tom Hardy reprising his role as Bane. Fortress leader, fortress leader, come on, fortress leader. But but I I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was it was very it was a somber movie. I mean, you come out there with you come out of it with just this perspective of what a those poor British soldiers went through. Mm. And uh, I will say it's, it's, it's been pretty rare in movies, but I mean, uh, there's not many world war two movies that have come out, but in my memory, at least that see that you see the Germans, like, cause a lot of people forget the beginning of the war, the Germans had all of Europe on the run. Like they were not backing down and they were leading the war. And most of the time now you just see uh, it's D day or when the Germans started to fail because they, that inner workings that weren't, planning out and Hitler fired all of his generals. But this is one of those movies where you saw why Germany was such a threat to all of Europe because he had, they had pushed the French and British armies all the way to the coast because they couldn't even keep up with them. Uh, may, may I, I think, um, I think a reason for that is because most of the world war two movies that we see as Americans are from our point of view. And because That's we, true. we were kind of not that we were late to the war, but we didn't immediately start in the war. Um, no, we did not. I no, think we did not. I think that kind of that's why we only see that as opposed to beforehand, you know, where uh, they were strongholding, like you said, Europe and everything. I think that's why. Yeah, it does make sense because it's I mean, it's American production, so you'd only see American views on stuff. But uh, yeah, as far as Dunkirk goes, I was thoroughly happy with it and I really enjoyed it. Mm. Great movie. It was done. I was going to make another done pun. Oh, done pun. <laughs> Fortress, Fortress it, leader, Fortress leader. It was fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> um, when when Tom Hardy was saying Fox, it, I kept thinking he was saying farts. <laughs> I saw it in 2D IMAX, and what uh, I do have to agree with Mike that was a fucking loud movie, mm, especially wow. with all the gunfire and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. I won't. I won't give away the part, but in the beginning, you guys know in the beginning when the gunfire really starts, I I jumped about three feet out of my chair. I was like, oh, <laughs> here we. 
Oh, it was like the God. time when I was at when I was at WWE Raw, and it's like all, so, all quiet because of the commercial break. And all of a sudden, fucking Kane's fireworks come on. <laughs> I like I jumped so far, my shorts were still on the ground. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, so that was that was Dunkirk. Uh, really quickly, uh, me and Mike both saw Valerian. Uh, oh, what, what is it? The the city of a thousand evil planets. Is that what it is? That is yeah. correct. All right, Mike. What did you think of Valerian disease? <laughs> disease. <laughs> Isn't uh, that grayscale? Ah, uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Uh, virtual high five. Now this is a this is a this is a toughie for me because I both I loved it and know it is a bad movie. <laughs> um, I love Independence Day. I know that's a bad movie. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, yeah, like our two leads were fucking horrendous. Um, <laughs> what did you say? The, what was horrendous? The two leads, Dane DeHaan and uh, Cara Delevingne. Oh. Um, I think my favorite character in it was either Ethan Hawke or Rihanna, and they were yeah. in it for. <laughs> I, I believe they probably their, their minute their runtime in that movie were, was in the single digits. Um, but it's it's a. To me, anyway, I'm not what Sean's going to say. It was a beautiful looking movie. Um, I mean, you've seen what Luc Besson did with the Fifth Element. Like he knows how to make things look nice. Um, mm. I, and I, it comes from a long running comic book that has apparently inspired a bunch of other things. So it sort of falls into that trap of, well, John Carter. Every, yeah, everyone already picked it apart and took what they wanted from it, and you're just kind of left with a husk, and now you. Are copying the people that already copied you, only they yeah. did it better. Yeah, they also good did point. It. at the same time, I feel like it was a kind of a lazy script, though. Like I knew everything that was going to happen, uh, mm-hmm. you know. And like you said, the the two leads are not great. I, I thought the best uh, actor in the movie was Rihanna, if you don't count Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah, she she was surprisingly good. Uh, Ethan Hawke <laughs> plays a pimp in the movie. Um, <laughs> great role for him. Um, what else? Oh, uh, uh, I went into the movie thinking that for some reason, I must have heard this somewhere that Valerian and Enchantress were, um, brother and sister. And, (laughs) and, oh, that would have been an awkward first scene. (laughs) Yeah. And the the first scene is like them, like, uh, you know, fucking, uh, macking on each other. Uh, and I'm just like, whoa, wait, this is weird. Why? And then this is a Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then it la- is a French comic book. Yeah, yeah. And then later on in the movie, they specifically say that they are not related. So I was like, they oh, kind of look God. alike, though. Like Dane DeHaan and Kara That's Enchantress. Racist. They physically, <laughs> yeah, all white people look the same. I hate to break it to you, but it's true. <laughs> Um, also there it's, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's, it's inventive. Like, you know, the, the market with the, um, going into the different dimensions and you need the, mm-hmm. the glasses and, and the helmet and everything. It, it, it's, there's a lot of creativity in there. Like the, the, the thing that you, you feed it a pearl and it shits out a bunch of little pearls. Like it's, there's inventive stuff in there. It's just, it doesn't have a good screenplay. The two leads are not very good. I, I don't see any more sequels for them because it didn't do well. It still hasn't yeah. been released in China and everything, so we'll see. But I don't yeah. know. I, I kind of left just, like, indifferent. And Dane DeHaan's putting his Batman voice on again, just like I was telling you guys before. 
It's just like, hey, I'm a bounty yeah. hunter now. For some reason, I thought he only did that because he was like European and was doing a fake American accent. He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he's probably got a shrill voice like me, but his roles require Ooh. him to be like like 50. So he's like, I got to be like this. It's like when you're when, when a college student wants to make a film and he casts his friends to play like adults. And it's just <laughs> like, like hey, <laughs> we've done that. <laughs> yep. Hi. I'm a 60-year-old man. I still really like Dane DeHaan in uh, Place Beyond the Pines. I think that might be his best performance. Yeah. You, I, didn't, I you didn't like, you didn't like that Metallica movie? Oh, that Jesus. Horrible. The one where he's, he's basically I, a glorified UPS driver? Yeah. Well, he has, I, he has I exactly, I think, zero dialogue in that movie. No, he talks <laughs> to some guy at the venue, or doesn't he? I, he might say, like, two words at the beginning of the movie. And they're like this. Hey. <laughs> hey, I legitimately liked him in Chronicle. I, I liked I liked movie. that movie overall. Oh, see, I like yeah, I know how you Chronicle feel about in general, but we all know that Sean hates that movie. So, yeah. but uh, every other thing I've seen Dahan in, like Amazing Spider-Man Two, it's just like, hey, I have a deeper voice again. I haven't seen um, as like, my voice cracks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't oh, seen the. Uh, what what was the one that just came out with him? Cure for wellness. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. It was. Uh, that was interesting. It was. A, Did he have a regular it, voice in that? The first. Two, it would have been two thirds is good. Yep. Yep. I was gonna say if it had ended like a half hour earlier. Yeah. So yeah, Star Wars review time. Sean, take it away. Dun, 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 oh, we're, we're reviewing dun, dun, Star Wars. Dun, dun, dun. Oh fuck! <laughs> All eight of them. Yeah. Let's sit down, everybody. Five hour show. No, sorry. Okay, Star Wars tournament. Star Wars Smackdown Tournament, round two in one, two, three, go. Take it away, Sean. Say the um, rules real quick. All right, really quick. Uh, bracketed tournament, uh, matchup by matchup. Uh, you uh, vote by the three categories, either marketability, uh, uh, shit, I'm forgetting the categories, uh, character, design, character design, and head-to-head matchup. Um, and if you want to follow through with uh, us with the bracket, you can go on to uh, the Twitter page or Facebook page. You can see the updated bracket on there. And we are down to the blah, last blah, 16. Blah, blah, one on Twitter. Yes. All right, let's start with our first matchup for this week. We have number one seed, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, six full appearances, and he is a Jedi Master, apprentice of Qui-Gon Jinn, and trainer of Anakin Skywalker. And he's facing off against number nine seed, Count Dooku. Two full appearances, and he is a Sith Lord a leader of the Confederacy of Independent Systems and former Jedi Master. I think Steve should break this one open because he is new to this whole bracketed tournament thing. So, Steve, who would win? Dexter Jester? No, I'm kidding. Count Dooku. (laughs) You missed Dexter Jester last week. Damn. But, uh, okay, so as far as as marketing... Obi-Wan is clearly more marketable. He's been in way more movies. He has, a more, he has more of a richer lore. And he's just a better character. Count Dooku's got the hinky-looking lightsaber that looks like he left it in the dryer or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but character design, I'd say the same. Uh, uh, Obi-Wan's had a bunch of looks from when he was a little, when he was a little shit, when he was a Padawan <laughs> all the way to being an old man. <laughs> <laughs> he was like when he was a twenty, like from when he went from being twenty years old to an old. When he had kid. when he had a braided rat tail and then didn't have a braided rat tail. Yeah, when he when he looked like he was right out of like nineteen ninety, all he was missing was like the yellow shaded glasses. Um, and his pants on <laughs> yeah. backwards. 
as he has pants on backwards. <laughs> but uh, I, I always thought Obi-Wan was designed better. Uh, to me, Count Dooku just, like, he was kind of an afterthought to everything to me. He kind of just looked like a typical, like, old bad guy. There wasn't a lot of stuff that was cool about him. But his and, lightsaber uh, curved. Yeah, he because he's a he has a dueling lightsaber because he's the equivalent of a Jedi fencer. Like, ah, look, man, sometimes exactly. they curve to the left. Like, what do you? It's just a, it's yeah, a, yeah. You know, he, he made like I think when he made it, it was straight, but he used it so much it curved. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Does he also happen to be blind? I'm not sure if they mentioned. Yeah, that, that that's that's why he he's old, man. He can't see good. But then I mean, and then in a head to head fight. We've had it happen, and it's ended. It's ended in two ways. I mean, it's ended with, uh, it's ended with Obi uh, Wan being stabbed in the leg and left on the ground, crippled. And it's also ended with him being crushed underneath a platform. So, as far as fight wise go, if Obi Wan didn't really have Anakin around, I don't know if he could take him. To be totally fair, uh, well, even with Anakin there, well, well, Anakin was still kind of good at the at the time. Uh, he they didn't beat him. He they the two of them couldn't beat Count Dooku. Yeah, the um, only time the only time Anakin could beat him was when he switched into the the dark side. Yeah, he when went he, heel. Yeah. yeah, when he went full heel and just he he super kicked uh, Obi Wan through the glass window. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'm gonna this is surprising. I'm gonna go Count Dooku here. Uh, I think. What? Yeah, I, I think uh, he definitely would win the fight, as I just mentioned. As far as marketability, uh, that's questionable because I remember Count Dooku on a lot of cereal boxes uh, back during episode two. Um, Mike, go to JediBusiness.com. Who has more toys? <laughs> oh, I, hold on. I have like I can just pull it up on my. Uh... I'm pretty I'm sure Obi-Wan Obi-Wan's going to have more toys. I'm sure he's going to have more toys. It's just a matter of how close in every movie. Yeah, it's a matter of how close it is. That's what I am more curious about. Uh as far as okay. as as design goes, I you could give the edge to Dooku. Uh you know, he is in the uh, the Sith garb. He's got a better he got you know, he's got a better looking lightsaber. Um and it's 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 Christopher Lee. Uh you know, the the, the fucker's Dracula. Yeah. The actor, the actor himself, Christopher Lee, is a badass, and I do enjoy Christopher Lee very much. Uh, I, unfortunately, I I feel like I'm even if I were to give Obi Wan marketing, I would on that basis have to give it to Dooku anyway. Mm. Yeah, I am reluctantly going Dooku. I agree. Well, I love everything Steve was saying, and that was a great way to open it, Steve, for a new guy. Well, you're not new, but you're new to the tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I got you. But. Uh, I, the marketing, I think, goes to Obi-Wan. Head-to-head reluctantly goes to Dooku because he has bested Obi-Wan like twice. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Clearly. And, um, well, I mean, I, I say that reluctantly. But he, um, uh, he has bested Obi-Wan twice. And to me, I think Dooku kind of wins it in design. I mean, I love Obi-Wan, but... You put him in a whole line of Jedi with the robes up, you couldn't tell. And uh, there is a little creativity when it comes to Dooku. I kind of think the curved lightsaber is pretty cool, personally. So, yeah. Puku. Mike. I am also going with Dooku. Um, I made the mistake of watching episode two the other day. <laughs> and I'm so sorry, sorry well, Mike. Yes. Well, I had never seen it before, so I felt inclined to, to do it for this. Um and yeah, battle, obviously. Sorry? I said do coo it for this? 
Uh, Shut up, Jason. Uh, Leave. Go to bed. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, Jason. Delete your yeah. account. Uh, and, you know, he, he whooped their asses, two of them together. So He's this little old fucker, too. Jeez. Yeah. Powerful. And, you know, I, I, would, I would give marketing to Obi-Wan. Um, even if not necessarily as, uh, like, more cereal boxes, just name recognition, uh, you could just write the word Obi-Wan the name Obi-Wan on a poster and people are going to know what the fuck it is. Like Dooku, me just a couple weeks ago, I probably wouldn't. Duty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Count Dooku. That's what George, that's what George calls his poo-poos. I just dropped a Dooku. And uh, d- design, he, design, he kind of looks like um, a, 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 a halfway point between old Obi-Wan and like Darth Vader. Like he, he looks... Mm. And it I looks saw, cool to me. I saw yeah. someone describe Count Dooku as a a bad high class person, like someone who has has a lot of money but is bad. Just his outfit's mm. very like well to do and fancy, almost with his cloak and stuff. Yeah, well, I, like, I like the uh, so, I like the aristocratic look there. Yeah, yeah, that's the mm-hmm. word I couldn't think of. Thank he, you. He's, like, I couldn't he's think fucking. Of he's he's Darth Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Steve, <laughs> Steve, are you insinuating that Count Dooku is trying to take away our health care? Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's trying. Oh, He's okay. He might, be, he might be president. And then, uh, I was actually going to go Dooku as well. So, oh uh, man, I'm getting shut out here. We, uh, <laughs> we still love you. We're we're, okay. we're taking out a number one seed pretty early in the competition because there's clearly evidence of him getting his ass handed to him by Count Dooku. Previously. I do understand. I do understand um, that point in the head-to-head fight part. But of it. character design is what does it for me because I think Sith are inherently just cooler designs than regular Jedi. Because sure, they might both just be people in robes, but they're black robes. But the difference is, Dooku is also like we said, like an aristocrat. He has that like fancy look to him that was unique to him. We hadn't seen like a Sith of his variety. Yeah, like we've seen like crazy badass looking one like Maul. We've seen like, you know, the classic Darth Vader design, but just like an old guy who's just secretly Sith. Like could just be some random grandpa walking down the street. Is it really that secret? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I I think in the lore isn't like he was someone they didn't know was a Sith for a while too. Like because now they pretty much all are. But yeah, I believe it, like the Cylons, I'm pretty like, sure when he stopped yeah. going to their Jedi meetings, they they had an idea. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see Christopher Lee go a little bit further in here, get some Sith on Sith yeah. action, hopefully. Oh baby, <laughs> I want my Count Dooku spinoff. Oh, it's a little difficult now, Jason. Well, who knows? Just cast someone to do no, a Count Dooku. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah, CG him. Make him a Tupac hologram, a Dooku hologram. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. Well, that All right, means so Dooku uh, goes ahead. Dooku moves ahead, and uh, let's go to the next <laughs> matchup. We have number twelve seed, the Rancor. Uh, one oh. film appearance. It is a large, semi-sentient replica uh, reptilian carnivore native to the planet Dothamir. Uh, it has long arms, immense jaws, and armored hides that can withstand blaster fire. And is also the pet mm. of Jabba the Hutt. Uh, and he's facing off against number four seed, Boba Fett. 
three full appearances, uh, and he's a bounty hunter, genetic clone of Django Fett. Cool. I'll start this one. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry, you're really sneezing. Um, actually, I won't start this one. All I wanted to say was I'm stuck because these characters are both bitches. So I don't know who to pick. You think the Rancor is a bitch? Yeah, he got taken out by a gate. Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> taken out by a gate. Does he yeah, look I, like I, a bitch? I, I think Luke used the Force to kill him. Yeah, well, but it was still... Th- th- that's what we weren't yeah. there on. Did he use the Force, or did he just chuck a rock with his bare hands without using the Force? Well, maybe he force. used the Force to get the rock he there. He used the Force to guide it, yeah. yeah. The rock, the rock that, was that there? Precision. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he flew the rock at the... The rock, yeah. and, oh, that's right, the rock ran up and you pressed don't, the button. You don't remember the, the gate was the people's elbow. <laughs> and how did Boba right, right, die? A blind uh, man knocked into by, him. He, he got yep. hit by Daredevil, and then just fell into the Sarlacc pit. No, okay. stick. Hit by stick. Yeah, stick. That's right. But, um, okay, I'll really start this out. For um, character design, I'm kind of giving the edge to the Rancor. I think he's really fierce looking and just, just tickles my childhood sense of wonder. And yes, Boba Fett looks like a bona fide badass, but in my mind, the Rancor slightly has the edge because he's a fucking fierce monster. Marketability, I'd have to say, goes to Boba Fett because we all know the powerful cult following he has and the possible spinoff movie he might be having in the future. Rancor might not have one. Unless he's somehow in the Han Solo movie, which you and know he will so be. Oh. <laughs> they have rap. They have raptors now, so they don't need rancors. Oh right, I forgot about those like spinning balls. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, with teeth and tentacles. Um, but as far as a head-to-head go, I think they would just kill each other in stupid ways. Like Boba <laughs> Fett would trip into like another Sarlacc pit, and as he shoots like a bomb up that 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 hits a gate that falls down onto the rancor. So they both you know, kill Boba, each other. Boba Fett would run up and actually push the button, and the gate would fall down on the both of them. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's like Boba Mr. So, Magoo. Boba Fett would try to use his <laughs> jetpack to fly away and just crash into the ceiling because he wouldn't look up. That's actually a good point, guys. Maybe Boba Fett just has terrible peripheral vision in that helmet, <laughs> but he just keeps wearing it because it's like, you know, he misses his dad. Um,. Uh, I'm so stuck in this head-to-head. I need help here. Someone. Oh, Rancor would I... beat the fuck out of him if if, if yeah. this was an actual matchup. Um, All right. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, think about it. If uh, the Rancor can withstand blaster fire, what other weapons does he have other than the blaster? He has, oh, he has a rocket a launcher, rock. and he has a flamethrower. The only thing that so... rocket launcher has ever done was make little kids choke on the toy. That's the only thing it's ever done. <laughs> um, the... Uh, the Rancor would would murder him. Uh, as for um, marketability, definitely Boba Fett would win that. Uh, so it, it comes down to design for me. I uh, I don't know. When I think Boba Fett, he he kind of does have a little stink of of Django Fett just because it, it was copied in that in that way. So as as opposed to the Rancor, which is its own character design. Not saying that Boba Fett's not original. Um, but and it still is one of the effects that we can look at without being fucking fucked with. Yeah, like practical effects of a creature until, until the Han Solo movie. So I'm gonna go yeah. Rancor. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go Rancor too. Steve, what about you? 
Marketability Boba Fett, hands down. I'd rather have a cool bounty hunter than a slimy, gross monster. Uh, <laughs> was he slimy? Did... Well, we yeah, already established he, was... he was a little he slimy. Gross... He had the gross, like, dribbly face. I was not a fan of that. But yeah, as far as marketability, I feel like uh, if you're going towards, like, kids' toys, I feel like you would buy Boba Fett before you'd buy a toy Rancor just because. Well, we At least for me. You can't, you can't buy just a Rancor. You have to buy, like, a Rancor playset. That's the only yeah, way you have to buy. Yeah, you have to buy the pit thing. Yeah. And then, uh, as far as character design, uh, I mean, the the monster design of the Rancor was cool. I mean, it uh, there's nothing else I can think of that really looks like a Rancor. Like they didn't steal any pieces of him. They literally look. It looks like a giant. Yeah, it, it looks like a giant mouth on a body almost. The way it's laid out, it's like this big mouth with arms and legs out underneath. Mm. And head head to head fight is really hard for me because. Uh, I like I played both of the Knights of the Old Republic games and like I'm a big fan of the EU, which I know we're probably not taking into this because this is based nope. on the movie, but yeah. Uh but the Mandalorians are like the most badass race in the Star Wars universe. Like they are an ancient race of warriors and they are like they're incredible. But in the movies he hey, looks like an idiot. You you'd like, never know. <laughs> you'd never know. Yeah, it. you'd never know because Boba Fett's a klutz. Like he gets taken up by a blind guy backing into him. And then he falls in a pit and dies. Boba Fett was probably like the retarded one of his whole crew. Like how there was that the robot chicken sketch where E.T. makes his way home, and the the rest of his race are like these like really well intelligent people, and E.T.'s like the retard, and he's like, "Hey, he finally made it back." Because in the like, e- he, he he was just a defective clone. Yeah, yeah. And, ah. I mean in the uh, in the EU, like the extent, like during the the first war of the Republic when Revan split off. The Sith used Mandalorians as shock troopers, and they could actually take out Jedi because they were so trained that they couldn't be affected by like uh, any force power. So they would just run in and slaughter the Jedi. But like we Damn. said, since this, since this yeah, since this is just movie based, the Rancor would absolutely kill Boba Fett. Boba Fett is just a human being. Like he's a highly trained human being, but at the same time, he's just a human being, and he was taken out by blind Han Solo. So yeah, I think as far as my <laughs> overall vote, even though I really have a personal bias for Boba Fett, I'm going to go Rancor. Wow. All right. at, least, at least you didn't let your personal bias go against your vote, Evan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, it just makes, uh, it makes sense to me. I, I would have to end up going Rancor in two out of three. Also, um, although I will say the one thing that I think copied off of the Rancor's design are, I was trying to say, Pinkies from Doom. I don't know if you're, you know, I can, no, I can, see, play I can Doom. see that. Yeah, I feel like they, they kind of they kind of tried to make them look a bit like Rancors. So I always think of them. But, uh, yeah, the Mandalorians are supposed to be these crazy badasses. And there is actually one instance of them being one in uh, Star Wars Rebels. There's a chick Mandalorian yes, who wears, like, yes, pink yes. armor. And she's actually fucking badass. But Sexy. Uh, Boba, in, in films, as far as we know, didn't capture Han Solo and then fell into a pit for a thousand years. So <laughs> he's mm-hmm. still there. And sure in the EU he's he's had other adventures, but as far as we know, no one ever fished him out of that pit. So mm-hmm. Boba's yeah. look uh while really iconic, I think is more marketable, but I think just the the creature effects and design of the Rancor beat it out in that category too. So, and I'm assuming Mike, you're going Rancor as well. Yeah, there's nothing that I can say that hasn't already been said. All right. Well, then we'll move on to the next matchup. Then we have some, some big 
some big upsets happen in this week. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see if we get another one. Uh, we have number 11 seed, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, yes. Four Phil- Are you okay, Jason? Misa, fine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, four film appearances. Uh, he is a Gungan male mil- military commander and politician who played a key role in the invasion of Naboo and the Clone Wars that accumulated in the fall of the Galactic Republic and the rise of the Galactic Empire. He's a Gungan, which is a tall humanoid with a flexible structure, strong leg muscles, strong bills. Um, oh, fuck. I didn't change the... It was supposed to say gills. Uh, and <laughs> muscular tongues and many other traits designed for living in the waters of Naboo. And he's facing off against number three seat Emperor Palpatine. Uh, five film appearances. Unlimited power. It's Sith Lord versus Sith Lord. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> he is a Sith Lord, uh, first Emperor of the Galactic uh, Empire, uh, former Supreme Chancellor of the Galactic Republic, and his first name is Sheev. <laughs> Sheev! Holy Sheev! All right, Sean, you start us out. Gotta be sheaving me. Oh, okay. Uh, as far as marketability goes, Jar Jar definitely. Uh, we mentioned about the. Are the, you kidding? Oh, absolutely. I don't. I don't see the emp- the emperor on on many things really. Uh, I mean, he he may be on something here and there, but Jar Jar was all over the place, especially during Episode One, and it continued for a couple movies. Um, let's see. As far as uh. Jar Jar a lollipop is the only thing you have to, to say. And then... Exactly. It's not even a lollipop. It's like a sour tongue thing. Uh, kids suck on Jar Jar's tongue. It's fun. <laughs> uh, obviously, in a fight, Palpatine would, would murder Jar Jar instantly. Um, so I guess Are it you really... sure? I think. I mean... Because it seems well, like... let's pretend that, that fan theory is not seemed, canon. It seems like Jar Jar has just, like, the dumb luck of the Irish. Because when I was watching <laughs> episode one, you know, he should have died 30 times over in that movie, but kept persevering. He well, mm. He's the key. Jar Jar ties it together. I mean... I just have to go off of what I've seen and... I, 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 I think that Palpatine, given in a, in a fair fight, he would probably kill Jar Jar, which he'd to, fry him like a fucking air fryer, <laughs> uh, which then comes down to design. Unfortunately, I feel like I have to go Jar Jar with design. So but why? Because why? Emperor is an old man with a robe. Jar Jar is an actual uh alien species that actually had a, a little thought put into it um so i think overall i have to go jar jar with this one yeah i think i i think i am also going with uh jar jar uh for market for marketability for marketability <laughs> okay i just looked this up for marketability i'm not looking at toys right now but like you know who's on the poster of episode one jar jar you know who's yeah, not but in on the, the poster for was... Jedi? Darth Sidious. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, and the design, like, yes, uh, we've said it. It's just, you you have a, simply a black robe with, you for most part, half a face, as most times you see him. Um, unless, like, you look in the, what, the prequel, he and he has his ugly face again in episode three, right? I haven't yeah. seen three in, like, ten years. Yeah. Um, Eh, 
I don't know. One one's an actual creature. One's this like creature design. It looks fantastical. Um, it it looks interesting. Is the the biggest thing I can say there is it looks interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, marketing. See, the, the, this this contest has nothing to do which character you'd rather see on screen and enjoy more than the other. Because I don't think anyone would be like, yeah, let me see more Jar Jar in this. Yeah, no, I, I just watched one and two in the last uh, week, and Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> he was an insufferable character, and those were just terrible movies as well. But yeah, I I gotta hand it to uh, to Jar Jar. Uh, you know, regardless of my like half joking about uh, the, the head to head, you know, two out of three. Mm. I, I, when it comes to the marketability, I know this is going to sound weird, but that was all forced. Jar Jar was made simply to be a marketing character. Someone like yeah. Boba Fett. That sounds like made... an advantage in this. It thing. does. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like and George Lucas seem... made a lot of money. It just doesn't seem fair to me because he's such a shitty character and he was made simply to sell lickable lollipop tongues and all <laughs> yeah. shit like that. And you know what? But People bought it. I know. There's no yeah, there's no lollipop that I can suck on <laughs> Emperor no Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I personally think Palpy wins over in design, especially in, I know episode three isn't the best movie, but when they re- when he gets his fucking face shocked off and he looks like Goblin, I always just thought that was just like, because that's Palpatine revealing his quote-unquote, maybe it wasn't his true form, maybe it was shocked into that form, but it's the embodiment of evil in that universe, and I always thought that was done really well. I just thought Jar Jar's design was like such an amalgamation of all things kids find are cute, like like uh, fucking seals and dogs rolled into one, and that to me was just lazy while fucking Palpatine was like this walking well, they needed a new Chewbacca, obviously. True. Yeah, Chewbacca's a dog too. So I'm gonna give the design to Palpy and head to head. I mean, maybe Jar Jar went in some weird stroke of luck, like he survived that whole battlefield uh, with blind luck, like Mike said. But on the other hand, the Emperor is the Emperor for a reason, and he survived Yoda. So yeah, I, I'm giving that whole thing to Palpatine. What about you, Steve? Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Marketing, I totally get how Jar Jar is totally unique looking. I get like, I mean, he's an alien species. There's a bunch of fantastic alien species throughout the entire Star Wars saga. They're normally the ones you notice. And yeah, like in, in the grand scheme of things, like looking back, like Palpatine is not the most like inventive looking character because he's an old man. So marketing, I'll give to Jar Jar. Character design, I'm going to go Palpatine. He is the embodiment of evil. When he, when they're in episode six, when the shuttle lands and the entire Imperial fleet is waiting for him to come out, and this gross old man with white skin and yellow and black teeth gets off, like, he, and he's just slowly walking up that ramp. He's the personification of evil. Like Jason said, in three, when he gets his face shocked off and his eyes are red and yellow and he looks all terrible, like that's terrifying. He looks like the head of all evil, like he's supposed to. I mean, yeah, Jar Jar's got the goofy eyes, and he's like, you know, he's an alien, and he's all silly and stuff. But the thing that left more of an impression on me, as a like, just in my opinion, like the thing that left more impression on me was just like how evil Palpatine looked. Like when I was a kid, he was legitimately scary to me. And also, just even in six two, when Luke's being shocked to death, and the Emperor's making all those horrible faces and stuff, it was like, oh, 
Like it's just mm. he, he does his job well and he looks good. So character design, I will give the Palpatine head to head. Okay, here's where here's just like okay, lightsaber cuts him in half, dead. <laughs> Lightning dead, chokes dead. Um, when Jar Jar had his bullshit luck in the Battle of Naboo, he was facing droids that had no thinking power of their own. They're all kind of goofy. Even when Obi-Wan and Anakin would push them, force push them, they just fall over dead. That's the only reason he beat them, because he was tripping around sure. knocking them over. But uh, there's just in no shape or form, unless, unless Jar Jar trips and just totally surprises Palpatine and knocks like a pillar over on him and he's too old and can't get out of the way. <laughs> but head-to-head fight, I give the Palpatine, so I'm going to go Palpatine as well. Uh, I, I just want to point out, Mike, Pez dispensers don't count because it's, <laughs> I don't, I'm don't. i not sucking on his tracheotomy. Uh, it's... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Open Do his it. throat and eat it out. Open his throat and eat it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, I guess fucking right. Jar Jar wins, you cunt. Oh, I didn't... Jar- did did Dan uh, vote? <laughs> I, I didn't. Oh, vote I thought yet. he did. Sorry. So <laughs> we need a tiebreaker. Jason, so, Jason got so angry. <laughs> Jason <laughs> conceded. <laughs> All right, Dan. Man. Down. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. This one's actually like tough for me because part of me wants to see Jar Jar go ahead, but then another part of me wants to see the Emperor go ahead. So I feel like I have to like put down any personal bias for. Jar Jar being like the Mr. Freeze of this tournament, where I was like, why is he still in there? It's like, because it's fucking Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> he did survive but, six um, movies. Yeah. Well, he hid in the corner for the other, like, five. <laughs> Good. Well, Good. Yeah, maybe he's the smartest. Emperor was hiding in all the movies. He's just operating mm-hmm. from the shadows. Yeah. See, like, I do, I do actually like the design of the Emperor being, like, the a dark figure in a robe and like you don't really want to see his face like but jar jar is also a really good creature so for me i'm like oh that one i might have to come back to that one head to head i'm not going to question the emperor would wipe the floor with jar jar there's there's really not a question there but marketability is the thing where it's like you're not you're not sucking on old palpy's uh green teeth or anything like that you know (laughs) (laughs) i've got anything that but kids by the dozens were like, ooh, I want to suck on Jar Jar's tongue. It looks like a good piece of candy. <laughs> I yeah, but that was back then. Does that count nowadays? Doesn't let's go matter. To a, let's go to a preschool. Let's go to a preschool and see if anyone's sucking on Jar Jar. That should be our homework assignment. No, let's oh, go to a preschool and see if anyone recognizes Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, uh, no, they'll all recognize Kylo Ren. But, uh, I think, you know what? I'm gonna make hard. We, I, I am pretty heavy on Sith, but uh, I think we got some good Sith presence still in the tournament that we don't need the Emperor. So fuck it, Jar Jar wins for marketability and design. Uh, oh, Jason's so upset, and I am so pit. happy. <laughs> got thrown down the pit. All right. Anyway, Jar Jar moves on. Let's move on to the next matchup. We have number seven seed R2D2, uh, eight film appearances. Uh, he is an R2 series. Astromatech uh, droid, um, which is a repair droid for a starship, uh, who is smart, spunky, and he serves uh, a multitude of masters in, a, in his lifetime. And he's facing against number two seed, Yoda. Five film appearances. He's a Jedi Master. He's the Grand Master of the Jedi Order. He's almost 900 years old, and he's some sort of mysterious species. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, mm. no, no one else is Coach talking. you guys so. are. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, well, what's marketing, I think, is an even tie. Um, oh, don't be like this, Evan. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what, what? His name's Mike. No, I know. I'm That's what saying. Evan does. He's just like, oh, it's a tie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, uh, for marketing, I, I can't. When I when I picture Star Wars, I picture the two of them uh, more so than like anyone else. Um, maybe slightly more of an edge with R two, but uh, for me, it's a little too close to tell. Design wise, I like Yoda better. Um, I like a, a a creature design, a living being design more so than a freaking cooler on. With, so I'm like, sure you loved Zoda's Yoda's appearances in the prequels. Nah, Zoda yes. was better. <laughs> um and head to head is uh, clearly Yoda. Uh you know, he, he we saw him doing all his flippy floppy shit with lightsabers and he can do the force and uh what 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 does R2 have? What does R2 have? He has Jeff the Zappy thing. thing. He has the Zappy thing. He has the he has the Deus Ex Machina device. Yeah. He's <laughs> also got a flashlight. Oh, well, I mean, now I got to rethink everything. <laughs> but, but no, I think I'm going to give this to Yoda. All right. Uh, I think in a battle, definitely Yoda. Um, yeah, even though R2 is like the Swiss Army knife of droids, uh, I just don't see how he can really combat Yoda, considering how we now know that he can flip around and shit. Um as far or, as I, what's that? I, I don't know. I don't know if he really can at the end of his life. Well, this like, could this could be at any time. It's, I was just we have to be like prime Yoda because I wouldn't want to say like, yeah, let's just have old Hermit Yoda go up against any of these other people. Yeah, um, and plus it's only thirty years difference. It's not that. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how he's like nine hundred years old and he only deteriorates in like the last thirty years. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, marketability, uh, Yoda had his own cereal. Uh, R2-D2 didn't have that. Although R2-D2 is on a lot of useless junk. So, yeah, like Xboxes. Yeah, so it is it is tough See, there with the market. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you can get a, like, a set of clothes that make you look like R2. What would you want to? And hoodies. You know what? I'll I'll say. Yeah, R- but then you, you can you can get a hoodie with like Yoda ears. I think. Yeah. Oh, when you put the hood up, you actually you have. Oh, no, they're Shrek ears, Mike. You, they're you Shrek can get ears. a Yoda backpack. Backpack. Yeah, he's. <laughs> he's yeah. Um, I'll I'll give a slight edge to R T D two because he's probably on more shit than than Yoda, but there, it's still a lot of shit that Yoda's on. Uh, and then design, I'll give it to Yoda because. Uh, you know, R2-D2 being a droid, I, I think that's kind of a disadvantage for design because you can only do so much with a droid, whereas Yoda, he is his own unknown species. Like, And it, there's a shitload of other astromech droids. Yeah, exactly. So, so focused on like R2. Even if I do give R2 uh, marketing, uh, overall, Yoda will take this. Steve, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, for me, it's definitely Yoda. Uh, marketing... The two people I do I do agree with Mike. When I think of marketing for Star Wars, is like in general, the most I've ever the most I've ever seen out of this movie is Yoda and R two. Like out of everything, I mean, you know, he's had serials, he's had plug and play games, he's had some old computer games. I mean, R uh, two's had the same thing. 
but as far as marketing go, like when I think of Star Wars, I think of Yoda because everyone thinks of his goofy voice in the backwards talking. Um, character design, uh, character design. Uh, R two is cool, but like Dan said, there's a ton of astrodroids. Like if you watch Episode One, there's an entire bay of R twos. Like there, it's yeah. Just, what makes it's him so him, special? It's it's just him with different colors, <laughs> and he does. He's got what makes him, What makes him special is he didn't get shot off the back of the uh, the, the cruiser from the boo. Uh, and then head so, to head. Of, what makes him head special head. is he had a good pilot, so he didn't get blown up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then head to head, of course, Yoda. I mean, Yoda's. I don't think Yoda would break out the full like you know flippy lightsaber to kill uh, R two. But all he'd have to do is just. I mean, Yoda has the he has the strongest command of the Force out of anybody in the universe. He could just reach out and crush him if he wanted to. No, but, yeah, yeah, so. Yoda was about to fuck up R2 as Kane in his hut. Remember, he's like, yeah, yeah, fuck out my <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if I think if R2 had zapped him, imagine if R2 zapped him and Yoda just went full on and just like lifted him up and smashed him like in a tree. <laughs> or just like ripped him to pieces with the force. Just like, yeah, just like, <laughs> but yeah, so overall, overall for me is Yoda. All right, well, that makes three yeah. votes for Yoda already. Uh, just for the record, anyone going other than Yoda? No, no, I was going to go Yoda. Talk about how Yoda was even in Soul Calibur, so you can kick at people's asses with Yoda. Doing yeah, fucking shit yeah, he was such a hack character, because he couldn't <laughs> swing down. All right, well, that means... Uh, Yoda, Yoda, clean sweep. Yeah, Yoda goes on to the next round. Uh, let's go to the next matchup. We have number one seed, Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. Uh, six film appearances. Uh, he's the former Jedi Knight turned Sith Lord. Uh, he uses cybernetic armored suit to survive, and he is an immaculate birth. Uh, and he's facing number eight seed C-3PO. Uh, eight film appearances. He's a protocol droid that is fluent in over six million languages. And it's apparently his creation that he, that he doesn't remember making. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, well, uh, no. C-3PO had his mind wiped in the middle, I, in between I three know. and four. Well, fuck you but, then. But Vader doesn't remember. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that doesn't Vader don't give a shit. Vader He's got bigger things to worry that. about. Yeah, Vader was probably just traumatized it. from being burned. He forgot everything. Well, Damn. you're you're trying but, to get an excuse, but it's just poor screenwriting by George Lucas. Oh, of course, like oh, people people remember that he knew who C-3PO was. It's no, fine. the real crime is why didn't R2D2 say anything? Because he never got his mind yeah. wiped. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, he could have piped up at any time. Because he's a little dick. Yeah, that's why. He's just the biggest douche in this whole. <laughs> that's why he lost. That's why he lost. He's a little <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right, but oh. anyway, I'll start this one out. Uh, as far as design goes, I'm giving it to Darth Vader because he is one of a kind. I mean, some of the other Siths, like you know, if you want to count Darth Revan or, or Kylo or uh, or Darth Plagueis the Wise, which is a story I'll tell you guys later. But oh, uh, if you want to count. <laughs> if you want to, um, if you don't want to count them, Vader is still very unique looking of his own, and he has such an iconic view. He is like S Star Wars Jesus, pretty much. Um, I meant to say he's such an iconic look too. And uh, uh, C three PO, while all while he looks cool, if you think he does, he is a cool design, but he is a protocol droid, not the protocol droid. So there are a lot of other robots that look like him. Same same argument with R two D two, and uh, yeah. So I think Vader wins in design head to head. I mean, do we really have to say this? I think Vader would fucking flick his little pinky at him and and he brought him into this world. He can take him out. That's exactly. Right. Honestly, That's the right. only thing 
The only thing that C-3PO can even even hold a candle to is marketing. But other than that, like he is a clear underdog here. Yeah. In every um, category. So see, fucking I, I didn't want C-3PO to get to this point. I wanted it to be fucking Amidala here. And uh, I voted for Amidala. And, and me too. You fuckers. But um, so where was I? Yeah, I think Vader would. I think Vader would fucking hold 3PO's head under that oil bath and just make him drown. Just, this, just is why you, this is where you were born. <laughs> and uh, as far as marketability goes, you're right, Sean. It is kind of close to tell because they're both been in like every movie pretty much. And they're both really prominent Star Wars characters. It's closer than it but should be, I, but it's not a contest. Yeah. But I still think Vader has the edge. I mean, you can get Vader exclusive lightsabers and you can't get like C3PO arms. Maybe you can. <laughs> I'm just trying to make I'm just trying to make an yeah, argument with that, but I still arm. think Vader has the edge. I randomly yeah. have uh, a giant C3PO that's actually a Star Wars action figure case like with like slots and labels for the figures that go in there like it was sold as a product. I know you can get a, uh, a Vader voice for your Tom Tom GPS. I don't think you can get a C three PO voice. So well, that's because Anthony yeah. and Daniel charges too much. Could you imagine C three PO trying to give you GPS directions? You oh my, fucking oh punch your yeah. You're doing a punch your fucking device immediately. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! I missed the turn. Yeah, Vader wins. Shut up! Yeah. Does anyone want to give an argument for C three PO? And if you do, I will boot you off right now. No, I want to no, see. Fate. Vader, I want to see Vader. Rogue One Vader take on uh, C-3PO just because. Let's put that oh, come on. Even Anakin could kill 3PO. Oh, yeah, no. It, I like, killed them. The only, <laughs> time, the only time C-3PO was effective in combat was when his head got switched with a battle droid, and that's because he had a battle no, droid body. he wasn't effective at all. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I, mean the one, I mean the one with the C-3PO head was actually shooting. Well, no, no, no. It was, it was the... Um, no shit. It was uh, it was a, a droid head on C three PO. Oh yeah, I thought, but I thought his head got switched with the battle droid body too. No, his head was just like dang. It was just on the ground, and what's it was ca- dank. Mike, you just watched this. What the fuck happened? Is it that time of night again, Jason? <laughs> 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 oh, what the? That that was what episode two? Yeah, the battle at the yeah. end. Um. I don't remember his droid being very effective. All right, great. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was an easy regar- one. Regardless, Vader, without a doubt. Yeah. All right, moving on uh, to our next matchup. We have number 12 seed, Admiral Akbar. Uh, two film appearances. He's a Mon Calamari, uh, which is an amphibious species with high domed heads, webbed hands, and large goggly like eyes. Uh, he's a soldier serving in the Rebel Alliance. He's facing off against number four seed, Chewbacca. Five film appearances. He is a Wookiee, and he's a co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon. He is super strong and loyal. I love the, I love the design of Akbar. Yeah. <laughs> he's cool um, as hell. The only thing Akbar has going for him is he's a meme. That's true. <laughs> it's a trap oh, no. meme. everywhere. He also has the fact that you can get him as a toilet seat cover. That's right. He's going to make him win the whole thing. You know what? As it's, marketable, it's a crap. As marketable as the Admiral Akbar toilet seat cover is, Chewbacca's on way more stuff. <laughs> no, easily. Yeah. Easily. Uh, 
Yeah, you you can get hoodies where like you're wearing well Chewbacca's chest and he has like the vest the uh the strap. You fucking thing. animal! You skinned Chewbacca and wore him. Yeah, well, he's nice and nice and warm. His fur it was a nice fur coat. Oh, God. My God. Um, as as okay. So as far as marketing, obviously Chewbacca design. I'm kind of with Mike. I I like Admiral Akbar's design a little more than uh, yeah. Chewbacca, Chewbacca just looks like Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah Chewbacca's just a rip off of a Sasquatch, and they strapped on a fucking Rambo thing on him. Yeah, you which know, character design is character designs easily Akbar. Which to me goes into the fight. And even though, uh, I don't know, Chewbacca, see, here's the thing. Chewbacca is, he's strong and he's, he's a physical presence. Whereas Admiral Akbar is, is intelligent and could somehow devise a plan. It's kind of like, almost like our fight, uh, in the monster madness tournament with Hannibal Lecter and Jason Voorhees. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure. I need someone to sway me as far as the fight goes. I think Wookiees are Wookiees are trained warriors, and not to mention the fact that Chewbacca has fight experience. Akbar sits in a chair and waddles around. I think Mon Calamari's only get to be like what? How tall? Like five foot something? They're little short things. Physically stature wise. Hey, size Chewbacca, matters not. If Chewbacca <laughs> missed if Chewbacca somehow missed with the crossbow, he would run up and drive his fist down that fish's throat and pull out his gallbladder. <laughs> if Chewbacca, it's true. If you if you tell me right now that you think Admiral Akbar would beat Chewie in a fight. You can get out of here right now. A fish, a fish does not beat a grizzly bear. Anyway, Chewie, Chewie's the uh, the co-pilot of the the Falcon, yeah. so he, he like he's pretty good at maneuvering the ship and you know not getting. I always hit got the if, if it's like an aerial battle. Chewbacca was the smart one, and Han Solo was the dumb one. Like it's just yeah, so we I didn't know what Chewie was saying. Wookiees are actually really, really smart. I mean, you can't tell because all they say is, but they're really smart. Yeah, just like dogs. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying physically wise. I mean, if Wookiees are known to pull people's arms out when they lose, I can only imagine what he'd do to a little short, fat fish. <laughs> you'd make him into sushi. Uh, I don't so, know. Uh, I mean, I, I just wonder, like, what Akbar would, would, would do. Like, what kind of planning would go into this whole thing? He wouldn't I mean, have time. A, He'd he have his a, eyeballs ripped out. I mean, he is an. <laughs> I mean, he is an admiral, so he does have military experience. But I. I mean, if you, you just put them, like, let's say, let's not even say there's blasters or weapons involved. If you put them both in a room and said only one of you is getting out of here, Chewbacca is going to kill Akbar. Mm. <laughs> like he's going to die. <laughs> well, I guess since I can't come up with a compelling argument against that, I guess I'll have to. I'll have to take Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewbacca wins so two out of the three categories for me. Are you trying to tell me that you think a salmon has a chance against a grizzly bear? Like, it'll jump up, bite its nose, and somehow... Grizzly bears eat salmon. Yeah, he'll die. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody yeah, else? I, I, as much as I, I, I like to point out the, the toilet seat cover, that's, that's what got Akbar to this point in the tournament. <laughs> Chewbacca was always my favorite Star Wars character as, as a kid growing up anyway, so I, I loved that design. It, like... It was the original Jar Jar. Where it was like every kid loved Chewie. Like so, I think that helps him in design, uh, marketability. There's way more Chewbacca stuff than there's gonna be Akbar, and I don't see a Montgomery fighting a Wookiee turning out well for the for the, for the fucking squid. So mm. I think everything that Steve said basically about Chewie wins it out for me. And I'm sure Dowling is on the same page. 
Yes. All right. Well, that means Chewbacca moves on to the next round. Let's go to the next match. We have number 11 seed General Grievous. Uh, one tome of... <laughs> Are you okay, Jason? <laughs> yeah. Did you, know, did you know the only reason he coughs is because Mace Windu crushed his airbag thing? Now, when the uh, fuck did that happen? They don't reveal it. <laughs> how, now, how do you know? Is that like an extended universe thing? It's an extended. It's an extended universe thing. So technically, it's not admissible. But if you read about it, he was in a an ex, he was in an excursion on a planet, and they sent Mace Windu to head the forces. And they actually got in a lightsaber fight, and just before Grievous escaped, Ma- since Mace Windu operates really close to the the dark side with his lightsaber style, he reached out and crushed. Uh, Grievous's uh, rib cage and crushed his lungs. Now, see, I assumed he was coughing because he ha- he has so, so so much cybernetic shit on him that his like normal body functions were starting to shut down on him. Well, no, the whole reason he got that put on him was he actually used to be a full like a full bodied organic organism, and he was fighting for the freedom of his planet, and he got into a terrible accident in one of the fights. He crashed a jet and lost over like seventy percent of his body, and he was taken by. Dooku and Palpatine and given ancient uh, ancient body armor and incorporated with stuff, the same kind of technology that keeps Anakin alive. And uh, he was wow. actually a really, yeah, he was really, a, he was really a fierce, I mean, he was the. <laughs> Imagine if they warlord. actually used this in the movie. <laughs> so many yeah. more people, like, Grievous is yeah. such an underdog because I know his backstory and I love him, but he looks like such a tool in episode three. <laughs> well, uh, he's like fucking lizard Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the exact same thing. He, his, and he was—he never even learned how to use the force, and he could do that stuff. But anyway, I, I don't want to waste any more time. I could go so I could go so far into this, but I won't. Wait, now are you saying that Miss Windu operates close to the dark side? Are you saying that just because he's black, Steve? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, he—he he, he was born on the dark side, but no, it's—that's—that's <laughs> that's an EU. That's an EU thing too. His lightsaber style is one of the few styles of the Jedi where they're encouraged to enjoy combat and enjoy mm-hmm. the rush of combat, which is you like. Anybody else that's pra- yeah, <laughs> anybody else that's practiced that lightsaber style has either gone insane or turned to the dark side. Mace Windu's the only one that was able to do it without turning bad. Uh, mm. Anyway, oh, okay. uh, General Grievous, uh, he's a uh, Kalish cyborg general and leader of the... Actually, why am I reading all this? We, we went over his whole backstory. Yeah, uh, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's facing off against number three seed Han Solo. Uh, four film appearances. He's a smuggler turned leader of the Rebel Alliance and an expert pilot. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give design to Grievous. Grievous is oh, just fucking nuts. No, Grievous, Grievous looks incredible. Now, as far as head to head goes, Grievous could probably chop Han Solo up into like sushi, Han sushi with like his four arms and his million lightsabers, but. Grievous did die from a single blaster fire that Obi-Wan but shot. He died. And Han, Han is a good he shot. From, he died from a blaster shot shot by a Jedi. Yeah. There was a, big, there was a big fight and a big thing that went on before that. It wasn't like Obi-Wan rolled and then pulled a blaster out and shot him. He also, was, he, yeah. lost, he lost his hands and his lightsabers. He lost his hands due to lightsabers and then mm-hmm. rode away and was... And was like yeah, true. Distracted. Also, Han, let's let's not forget, as we mentioned last week, Grievous does have other people at his side, mainly the giant dog thing and mm. uh, the bugs. Well, he has, he has, the, and he has those. Uh, he has those four bodyguards too that are trained to protect him at all costs. The mm. one with the uh, elect, the electro sticks. And Han did die from a lightsaber. So Greedo has like yeah. nine of them. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna give head to head to Greedo. What it 
Con- I mean, not Greedo. Um, Shit, Greedo's Greedo. 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 <laughs> Oh, oh no! Geez. My Rito. bad. Uh, Grievous wins head to head. Jason, are you saying um, all green people look alike? Yeah, I look just like Greedo and Grievous. <laughs> and um, uh, so now it comes down to marketability, which this is close because, as we mentioned last episode, Grievous was on a shitload of things when episode three was coming out. People thought he was going to be the villain of the movie, which he should have been. Or at least, you know, uh, one of the more main villain than he was. Jason, Jason, real quick. Um, didn't you just give two out of three to Grievous? Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I just <laughs> wanted to... I'm thinking about markability now. I'll let you guys take it away. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go through mine quick. Head-to-head Grievous, because he's a trained combatant in more ways than just lightsabers. Plus, he has four bodyguards, a bunch of Genosians, and I don't think just Han is going to be able to get close to him. Uh, Han's a bounty hunter. He's not an assassin. Like, he can fight. He's scrappy, but as far as someone with lightsabers that has four arms, I don't think so. Uh, mm. Character design, again, Grievous, so I'm going to go Grievous on this one, just because he is a very crazy, intimidating-looking thing. When his arms opened up in three, I was like, okay, here we go. I didn't. I was I was pretty, uh, pretty amazed by that. Marketing, though, I'll give the Han Solo because he's been in so much more stuff, and, he, like, Harrison Ford is just such a recognizable face, and, I mean... He's another one of like when you think of you know when you think of Star Wars it's like Darth Vader, Han Solo, Chewbacca like he may he might just be an average Joe but his character carries so much in the uh, in the movie so I will mm. give marketing to Han but I'm gonna go Grievous on this one. Mike, uh, design Grievous that goes without saying. Uh, marketing, there. Well, now I think. You might have to see how, how much uh, tangentially related stuff would we count towards uh, Han's marketing? Like, you know, I'd say anything. Uh, I'd say ju- anything. Ju- Millennium Falcon counts, right? It's like you have any, you have all the Millennium yeah, Falcon. Yeah. You have you count the Millennium Falcon, really? Well, I'm not giving it to fucking Lando. <laughs> well, if, <laughs> if that's the case, then well, now the Millennium Falcon is going to be used by Ray, so. Eh. It's it's not it's and, not like the the Han shit. We're not counting those to movies. live on because of it. I just I, I disagree with that statement. Um, you know, we've we've gone over before about people dressing up as uh, Grievous. You know, once maybe, <laughs> uh, and like Han, everyone can look like Han. Which in some cases we've argued this in the past about character design. Uh, being a bad thing, but marketing-wise, I think it'd be a good thing because <clears throat> you're going to have little kids looking like Han Solo for Halloween um, with their father dressed up as Chewbacca and you know shit like that. Um, I'm going to give so I'm going to marketing to Han head to head. Now I haven't seen the movie in a long time, and I didn't bother going back to watch many clips of his. But um, the one thing that I do remember, because I watched the Plinkett review uh, instead, <laughs> and they make fun of, he makes fun of, like, his, uh, when he first opens up all four arms, or, or however many arms he has. Hello there. Like, and you see Obi-Wan not just standing there, most, they were commenting on it simply because of the CG, and, you know, he's not actually acting against something. But what I took away from it was, he's just putting on this show, leaving himself wide open, and... Our first encounter with Han, you know, dude's just chilling, and without a second's thought, just fucking pops a guy with a blaster. And I feel like if Han felt he was in a position where he needed to do that, 
before it even became a battle, he would have just fucking shot him. Although I, I would like to point out the shot, it did you get killed by a blaster shot, but his rib cage had to be ripped open to be shot at. It wasn't just open to be seen. He had to be ripped open by Obi-Wan. Well, Rito wins. Grievous. That, 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 you got me. I'm yeah. going Grievous. Yeah, you, you got me there. So, yeah, I mean, if that's, if you can't get Han, he doesn't have the force. He's not going to fucking. Because that, they okay. don't, they don't really, they don't talk about it, but the blaster, the uh, armor that Grievous has is an ancient Sith body armor that's blaster resistant. Steve, could could yeah. you could you go back and, and just rewrite a script for episode three for us? I honestly yeah. I I love Grievous. I get so mad at how bad he got crapped on. He was so much cooler than they made him out to be. Steve, I think uh, you should direct the Grievous solo film. I would. I would love to. And then Jason, so- you can direct the Greedo solo solo film. Yeah, it'll just start me. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Go, going oh, by that, then if, I will uh, I will go with Grievous. If you guys if you guys think I'm passionate about this one, wait till we get to the next category. Oh boy! The next <laughs> just wait. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, we have majority vote, so I guess we could just go on to uh, to the the main event here, the last match yeah, that we yeah, have. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. go with Grievous anyway. So it's, yeah, it's cool. is it really a clean sweep for Grievous? Oh man, poor Han. Yep, he died again. Yeah. Anyway, spoiler. I tried, to, I tried to put up a fight, but. <laughs> So did yeah. Han, but then he, he, he got died. It. Han um, did not put a fight at the end. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our our final matchup for this round, we have number seven seed. Oh my god, Darth Maul. Uh, one film appearance. He is a Sith apprentice to Darth Sidious. Uh, he is a Dothmarian Zabrex species, which is a combination. They have a combination of horns and tattoos representing tribal heritage, and he uses a double-ended lightsaber. And he's facing number two seed, Luke Skywalker. Uh, four film appearances. He is a Jedi Master. He is the son of Anakin Skywalker, Padme Amidala, and he's trained kind of by Yoda. Kind of. Kind and some of. other stuff. And some other I stuff. gotta go to Tashi <laughs> Station and pick up the power converters. You little whiner. Yeah, he is. Oh, my God. I don't remember. Did Darth Maul ever speak in episode yes. one? He said he had two lines. lines. Yeah, he had, he had a couple lines. lines. Oh, that's right. He was just like the planet. He said, he, said, planet, <laughs> he said the planet is sparsely populated with if I think if my calculations are correct, I'll locate them quickly. And then he said something about revealing themselves to the Jedi. And that was it. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> and his voice was dubbed by an English guy. Yeah, because Ray Park Ray Park would have been like, Oi master, we gonna kill him. <laughs> gonna kill those Jedi's. You call that you call that a he, lightsaber? He would, sound, he would sound like Toad in X-Men be like, quit playing around. Yeah, well, did you know that they cut out uh, a, a scene in the movie? Like, after Obi-Wan jumps up and over Darth Maul before he swings his lightsaber, he goes, do you know what happens to a to- toad when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> Same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> what a great oh, line. God. All right. All right. Uh, who wants to start us off here? Uh, I will, I guess, because I'm really passionate. Or you can, Dan. You haven't opened one yet, have you? Um... I really want to give this to Darth Maul personally. I do so too. I so bad. Else I, I, Dan, it, you have no that. idea how bad I want to. Oh my god! <laughs> well, <laughs> oh so my god! Just just go by the categories and we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, I think character design Darth Maul wins hands down. Uh, just without anything outside of the movies. I mean, he looks fucking badass. I'd say in some ways he's almost as badass if not like equally as badass looking as Darth Vader can be. Um, 
and marketing like sure Luke's the main character of the original series, but they weren't like marketed on Luke. Phantom Menace was like, who the fuck is this guy? Darth Maul, Darth Maul, Darth Maul. And then they even went and fucking killed him off to piss people off because everyone was so excited about him. It's like kind of like what's going on with uh, what's her name in, in Force Awakens. Oh, I was going to say Barb. Uh, Captain Phasma. Uh, Phasma. Yeah. 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 Phasma basically like. Yeah, Barb too. But <laughs> yeah. I guess she had know, great character he's, design. He's the Barb. <laughs> yeah. He's the Barb of, of Star Wars. Um, Justice for Maul. And then in, in head to head, I guess it really depends on, I guess we're only going off of what happens in the movies, which is, I guess, yeah, too. Like, because otherwise I would make such a huge case for Maul against Luke uh, as skills well, of safe fighting. I think like, you could still do that. I mean, let's be honest. Let's go through Luke's entire filmography. Has he ever won a saber fight? No. No. No, he no. hasn't. Uh, you know, Darth Maul actually bitch. killed a Jedi that we saw. Yeah. So that's... He, no, he killed, and that was a, killed, that was a, Jedi, a fucking killed a Jedi Master. Jedi Master. All right, there not, you go. Not like a, yeah. I mean, granted, so. yeah, he uh, allowed Obi-Wan to take the high ground, but, you know... I. Everyone keeps getting the high ground, man. He just jumps away from everything. I know. Uh, so honestly, you know what probably happened? I bet you Obi Wan, uh, he was just, he distracted uh, Darth Maul by playing someone else's entrance music, and he just froze. That he was it. He that couldn't do it. anything. <laughs> he played bronze music. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as yeah, I'll, character design, obviously Darth Maul. Marketability, honestly. Darth Maul too, because uh, he's he. Was... I mean, Maul. Sorry, I just want to say Maul was front and center in the re-release of Episode One. He was front and center for everything for Episode One, even uh, the fucking Pizza Hut toys, um, and Taco Bell toys. Uh, I, mm-hmm. as far as the fight goes, I, I I would give a slight edge to Darth Maul, and, and you know, it's 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 not uh, you know. It, it's not expected that Luke Skywalker would go out this quickly, but honestly, like he kind of loses all three categories here. It's just a bad matchup for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just want to add, we we were, we were talking about Ray Park with an Australian accent. I looked it up. He's actually from Scotland. So, um, yeah, Tumblr is going to be, well, I mean, uh, Ray Park (laughs) is actually, he's a champion Wushu fighter and he's He's actually pretty perfect. He's a wushu fighter. It's a style of kung fu, and he's actually really good with a bow staff. That's why they chose him to play a uh, Darth Maul. He's actually really he's competed in the wushu uh, championships in China, and he's I think he's come pretty close to winning, or he has won. I used to know. I forget now. Wushu is a kind of kung fu, in case you were wondering, Sean. Yeah. Yes. Basically, well, I hope you he know how the Karate Kid remake, and everyone's like he's learning kung fu, not karate. What, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 Well, I hope. Ray Park doesn't come beat us up for accidentally saying he was an Australian. Sorry, Ray Park. Sorry, well, Jason I mean, Green said I was, it. I wasn't. I, I never. I, I didn't think he was Australian. I was just mocking his accent from X Men because he sounded like a goof. Yeah, yeah. He was a goof. I, I'm just fucking around. As far as okay, okay, I'll run. I'll run through this real fast with me. Uh, marketing, Darth Maul. Just I, Luke. It, like it's what we come down to with plainness. Like Luke is just a dude. Like yeah, he's a cool. You mean character, character design like, or marketing? Well, mar- marketing, I mean, you see Darth Maul more, I feel like, because Luke was the head, he was the focal point of 4, 5, and 6, but eh, 
I mean, Darth Maul got a lot more toys and stuff. Out of, I mean, like, I still have the Force Effects yes. Darth, uh, Darth Maul lightsaber in my closet. Mike, uh, get us a, a count on toys between the two. Oh, 132 uh, Luke toys, 39 Darth Maul. Oh, oh. shit. But these are wow. just yeah. toy like. That's, that's just the toys. Like, that's yeah, not. Yeah, you know, you're not going to find a Luke Skywalker Halloween mask, probably. Well, then, I. I mean, I guess I can see that there. Luke's had more exposure. Uh, I'll then marketing. I guess could go either way, but I'd give it to Luke because he's been around longer. I guess uh, character design, hands down. Maul. He's an alien species. He's had Sith tattoos tattooed all over him. He has horns. Like he's he's awesome looking. So Maul head to head is interesting for me because we said Luke has never won a lightsaber battle and he is not proficient in any style of lightsaber combat. He kind of just put puts his way through stuff like. In five, he had no clue what he was doing. And in six, even though he had trained, his emotions got in the way and he couldn't fully open up against Darth Vader. And the only reason he beat Darth Vader down was because he used the dark side. Uh, and then when you have look at Darth Maul, he's a trained... The thing is, he's not a Sith Lord. He's a Sith assassin. Like, it's, very, it's a very specific delineation because Sith Lords kind of deal with more enrapture in, in, in the dark side and they deal more with... Uh, like self-hatred and they deal more with using the dark side for their own gain. Sith assassins train with the lightsaber and use the dark side to influence their combat style and uh, excel more at fighting than, you know, just the mysticism of the force and it's, and all of its uh, like grandeur. Uh, and also not to mention using it, using a double-sided lightsaber takes a extremely advanced lightsaber style that no one else in the movies has ever used, except maybe, you could argue that Anakin did when he used the two lightsabers, and you could argue that even though Grievous is a cyborg, he did. But um, I think head-to-head, as long as he didn't get too cocky like he did against Obi-Wan, I think he would take out Luke. So I guess for me, I'm going to go the Maul. Damn, Hell Steve. Yeah. You, you know these are kids' movies, right? Yeah, no, I, I look. I, I get a little too. Well, I mean, <laughs> even though we're only going off what's in the movies, wasn't canon, technically Star Wars Rebels is in canon now, and not even like... Not even outside of the universe because they even put a fucking Star Wars Rebel ship in a movie now already. So technically, yeah. Darth Maul was still alive up until for right his before. solo film. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Bring Ray Park back. Just I know. Park. Where's our Where's our just, rated Where's I just our rated read a Darth really Marvel nice uh, Darth Maul miniseries that Marvel just put out. It was pretty good. They're gonna oh, make going a. To the mall. They're gonna make a, a Darth Maul <laughs> solo film directed by Seth Rogen and uh, Adam Goldberg. Oh, I'd love that. It'd be <laughs> fucking sure, Maul smoking, Maul, smoking space all. weed. Smoking, smoking space weed. I'm telling yeah. you, that's what Lucasfilm will do, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, we made a huge mistake." Hey, Ron Howard, yeah. are you free? <laughs> and, uh, um, let's, let's let's get Steve to come and fix the Star Wars movies since he never. Yeah, Steve, could you go movies? fix the movies? I, I mean, as far as like my characters that I love, I'd love to. <laughs> um, so I think Maul definitely wins in design. I mean, I don't even have to go there. He just he no, looks like no. a nightmare. Jason, don't go there. Um, okay, don't go there. Um, head to head. At first, I was gonna say Luke, but because of everything Steve said, and Steve's our nice Star Wars scholar, uh, I'm gonna go Maul. And as far as marketing goes, I'm gonna pick Luke for that. But that's still two out of three. So Maul wins. Fuck yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hello. I know I know some people I know some people are gonna be mad because they're gonna be like, you got cut in half by Obi-Wan and but I mean, 
He didn't he was, die. He didn't. He didn't die. If and it's canon, he didn't die. And also, the thing is too, like uh, Obi Wan at that time was a fully trained Jedi apprentice, like fully trained. Came into the kid as a temple. Everything. Yeah. And go, he just, go for the head. He he just managed. He just managed to beat Maul. Yeah. Why? Why? Luke he, is some. Hey, Luke is some kid that found a book in an old, <laughs> like in an old, like sand hut, like with Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah, and and Maul beat Qui Gon Jinn, who was a fully Jedi trained master. Jedi master. Exactly. And, also, yeah. and like, and also, it really depends on which Luke too, because if it's Luke from Episode Five, good night, good night, <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> you're done. By the way, speaking of Qui Gon being a Jedi master, and and him, remember he he Yoda said he was able to figure out how to use a Force ghost. How can we never yeah, see him again? again? Yeah, they and never. <laughs> They never really Qui Gon. That, <laughs> that well, would have been, cool, been a cool. He didn't have movie. a specific set of skills yet. I told you already. Uh, that, you, know, right, yeah. you watch when they make the Obi Wan solo movie. You'll see. You'll see Liam Neeson in there as a ghost. I remember there was a so, Star Wars computer game a while ago, and one of the things there was like a DLC back in the day, like you could download the mission to the computer game, and you had to play this thing called the Trials of Obi Wan, and it was him like exploring the Force, learning how to use the Force ghost thing. It was weird. Hmm. So is anyone going to make an argument for Luke? Well, nope. We we don't need to. <laughs> it's a, All right, he's a, then. He's a whiny that... baby. Get out. <laughs> you gotta go get the power converters. Well, that's not true. That's impossible. I, I, I also think that uh, uh, Luke being almost used as a marketing tool for uh, Force Awakens and the fact that they didn't show him, and then people finding out that he was in the movie for a total of thirty seconds, like. Darth yeah. Maul just like all over the fucking commercials for both times they've released Phantom Menace. I remember the original trailer that came out for Phantom Menace, like the last shot in the commercials when Darth Maul turns on the double bladed lightsaber and everybody's like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I saved up change to go buy Darth Maul action figure before the oh, movie I have, came out because I have, he was one of the coolest have, looking things I ever saw. I have the Force Effects lightsaber in my closet and back in the day that thing cost me like 560 bucks. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Alright. I think that ends this uh, tournament, right Sean? Yeah, the tournament's <laughs> over. Go home. Everyone's... <laughs> our very, our very pre- prequel heavily leaning bracket in a way. Uh, like, uh, kind of. In a little bit. Um, which is weird. Uh, but anyway... Uh, that concludes this round. Uh, we have eight left, and these are the matchups that we're going to have for next week. We're going to have Count Dooku facing the Rancor. Uh, oh, boy. We're going to have uh, Jar Jar Binks facing Yoda. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have uh, Darth Vader versus Chewbacca. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. And we're going to have uh, General Grievous versus Darth Maul. Oh, 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 that wow. what a dream matchup! Holy crap! <laughs> you want to make excited oh for it? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things where you're like, I wish they would make a really good Star Wars fighting game. So you can oh my play, god, like, yes! Like, yeah. All right, everybody, let's put a ball on the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Blah blah podcast. Uh, if you're confused, if you listen to this whole episode and you're confused, it's because you haven't heard episode. I mean, round one of this tournament. So go listen to that. <laughs> Check out our other episodes, um, as you can see on our iTunes feed. Check out our YouTube videos. 
Blah Blah Productions. A lot of funny content there. You can follow me on Twitter, JGScreen89, the letter J, the letter G, the word Screen89. Tweet at me whenever you want. If you want to be on the show, you can send me a DM. Slide into my DMs, as they say. No, not the DM. <laughs> also, tweet at us on Twitter. Blah blah. FTR. <laughs> blah, blah, P-O-D-1 on Twitter. Keep up to date with everything. And, uh, yeah, a new bracket should be out soon, by the way. So, um, yeah, Steve, anything you'd like to say before we close out? I'd want to apologize to everyone for hearing what a large virgin I am. It's very hard. To hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, How much did you pay for that lightsaber, by the way, Steve? Five hundred sixty dollars. It's all right, man. I say I saved up money when I was in like. That, I think that's I was more than I paid for the Freddy glove that I bought. So I guess that means you're more of a virgin and, than. And I the am. thing, and the thing is too, is I have multiple of those lightsabers. Like I have Anakin's and Obi Wan's. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I mean, uh, I was when I saw you guys doing a Star Wars bracket. I got because I love horror stuff, but I'm not like as I, I horror don't stuff. Knowledge. The horror, the uh, horror tournament you did. The oh, horror. I thought like Danny DeVito, like who was <laughs> <laughs> the horror tournament and then facing whores. Number no, one I, I seed. Love, <laughs> I love horror movies, but I'm not as uh, like knowledgeable on them, I guess. But this stuff, I actually at least the characters I like, I know a decent amount about. So it was cool to be on this. I had fun. No problem. Sean. Yes. Uh, you can follow me at the underscore Brack show. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Great. Mike. Uh, <laughs> you just took I a big know, hit. I didn't know yeah. what was happening. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I refuse to plug myself. Sorry, I'm too busy already plugging myself. Whoa. You wouldn't have to be using Steve's lightsaber, would you? Oh, no. I need double He's using the double ender. Oh, great. You got room for another? It'll be like reverse Lady in the Tramp with some all lightsaber. Oh, I was going to say uh, Requiem oh for a Dream, but all right. <laughs> yeah. God. All right, Dan. Any any way to close uh, out the show? Yeah. Um, I guess you want to go on my Twitter. It's F-A-T-A-X-666, which is not fat-ass. For some reason, everyone always thinks my name's fat-ass. But, you know, that's about all it. Right, Dan. Darth Maul for the win. Yeah. Shabbat Shalom, Dan. Revival. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. And stick around for round three of the Star Wars SmackDown tournament. Swinging to you next week. Good night.